going on, guys? This is Gary, and I hope everyone is doing well. Today is the 11th of April, Wednesday. Uh, Champions League, the second leg of uh, the final two semi or quarterfinal matchups are going on right now, and it looks like uh, Juve is mounting a bit of a comeback, uh, which would be an interesting thing, especially given what happened with uh, Roma and Barcelona just about 24 hours ago. But we're not going to talk about Champions League today. We are going to talk all about Fantasy Premier League, and especially uh, Game Week 34, which for eight different teams is a double game week. So lots and lots to talk about, lots of strategies to consider, and lots of decisions to be made. Before that, though, you might have seen posted on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page uh, a note from uh, the Premier League and then ultimately the Fantasy Premier League saying that uh, it turns out that one of Erickson's goals over the weekend was actually uh, awarded to Kane. I guess they did a little more research and and, uh, learned that Kane actually uh, had scored a goal that Erickson was originally credited with scoring, um, which Kane, of course, gets the credit in uh, the league totals and uh, anything else related to that. But unfortunately for any fantasy owners who have him or had him last week, um, he does not get credit for the, the FPL points. I guess there's a rule in place um, for this exact reason between the FPL and any changes that may be made um, in the actual Premier League. So, a bit of bad news for uh, any FTL managers that had him, but certainly good news if you're Kane, and of course, bad news if you're Christian Eriksen. Right. So, I mentioned that there are, uh, and I should also note before I get into this, I am recording from my car, just too many things going on. Josh is going in a ton of different directions, and I'm going in other different directions, and uh, figured I'd maximize my time while I'm in the car getting to my next appointment. So apologies for the audio quality uh, and any car sounds you may hear in the background. All right, but game week 34, double game week 34, we should call it. Eight teams have two matches in the upcoming game week. They are Bournemouth. Brighton, Burnley, Chelsea, Leicester City, Manchester United, Southampton, and Spurs. Again, quickly, Bournemouth, Brighton, Burnley, Chelsea, Leicester, Man U, Southampton, and Spurs. So what does that mean? If you're new to the FPL, what does a double game week mean? It means that during the upcoming match week, in this case, eight teams have two matches during that week. So somewhere schedules got mixed up, a lot of it due to FA Cup and things like that. Uh, Schedules get moved around and league matches have to get moved. So to account for that, uh, sometimes teams end up with more than one match in a match week. The benefit as an FPL manager is that if you have players on your team from these double game week teams, you effectively, in theory, generally speaking, get double the points from them, give or take, based on performance. But in theory, you're twice as likely to get uh, points from them 
than you would be in a normal game. So, uh, sort of the top line strategy then, of course, is to fill your team with as many of the players from those eight teams that I just read as possible. And we'll talk a little bit about that as we go on. <clears throat> Some other strategies to consider. First up, the free hit chip. So what the free hit chip is, is that uh, you can, for a uh, temporary time, change your entire team, all 15 players if you want. So free hit changes your team for one entire match week, or game week in this case, um, and then your team goes back to the way it was before you made the change. So it's temporary, but it's ideal for a week like the one that's coming up. Um, grab as many, if you're playing this chip, grab as many players from those eight teams that I just listed as possible. You will be tempted to grab someone like Salah, which I'm not going to argue with, uh, or Arnautovic, but make sure if you're picking players from teams that are only playing one game in week 34, that they are... Are they are the ones that you most expect will generate a lot of points. So of course, Salah puts up points all day, every day, just about. <clears throat> so he's a great choice. Arnautovic is in terrific form. He's another one. Uh, Milajovic um, is one potentially uh, to look at. But you want to go with the sure thing or as sure thing as uh, as you think they are if you're going to pick someone from a, uh, a single match uh, team for next week. All right. You could also play your wild card. So what the wild card is, it is a more permanent uh, version of free hit. So it's similar to free hit where you can change your entire team and no points are deducted, but the changes are more permanent. So it becomes your new team until you make transfers like you normally would. So now if you changed all 15 players, you now moving forward through the rest of the season, in, in theory, have those 15 players until you start to transfer other people out. So the difference between free hit and wild card free hit is for one game week only, and then things return to the way they were for your team. And a uh, wild card is a more permanent, lasting team that you'll have. Um, if you're out of both of the free hit and the wild card options. Hopefully, first off, hopefully you've been building your team ahead of Game Week 34 as best you can. You've been acquiring players from these eight teams and sort of lining it up as best as you can. You will get, of course, one free transfer for the new Game Week, so you can use that there to acquire any other players or any other player that you want. And then you need to decide how comfortable you are with uh, making additional transfers. So each time you make a transfer, it's going to be negative four points. So for people who are competing in a league and have a legit chance of doing well in their league, maybe even winning their league, those negative four points can be costly. If you're just trying to, uh, on the flip side, just each game week in and out, trying to put together the best possible team you can with your 100 million pound budget, then the loss of four or eight or 12 points isn't going to mean anything to you. 
you just want to see how much you can get in that single game week. Um, let's see. So also, you should know, the transfer deductions don't count against your um, your game week score. It actually just goes, uh, it's taken out of your total score. So that's why for, for people competing in a league, uh, it's important there. So you could conceivably have the high score for the game week out of everyone in the entire world, but still go down uh, in your league because those uh, transfer points are taken out of your, your total amount, which affects uh, your status uh, within any league you're competing in. You might have bench boost or triple captain shift left. This is also the perfect week to play them, especially if free hit and wild card are gone. If you have a choice, or if I have a choice, personally, I would choose bench boost, um, especially if I have a lot of double game week players on my bench. We put together a team that where all 15 players have a double game week, so certainly want to play bench boost, because now, in theory, I have 30 players playing for me in one week, uh, which can add up to a lot of points if they have some good some good performances out there. If I only have triple captain left, I want to make sure that I'm using it, me personally again, on a double game week player, um, because then effectively you're getting six times the amount of value out of that double game week captain, triple captain that you've made. Um, and as any captain decision, you always want to go with the player that you think will get the most points. Uh, later on, we'll talk about captain options, uh, and you'll see that I also suggest some that are not having a double game week. Uh, if you feel more comfortable because of the player and maybe the potential matchup, uh, the fixture difficulty uh, rating that they're going into, then by all means, uh, it is completely up to you. These are just just some advice from me. <clears throat> in terms of choosing players, so we're still talking strategy. In terms of choosing players, uh, us personally, again, we're choosing as many of the players from the eight double game week teams as we can. Uh, so that's sort of one filter in our decision making for this week. The next filter, of course, from those eight teams, I want to choose the players that get get the most points on a consistent basis. So someone like Lukaku, let's say, uh, or uh, who else? Vardy. Uh, Mares hasn't been playing great, but you get the you get the idea. You want to go if Leicester City has two uh, matches next week, like they do. Vardy and Mares both great bets as far as that. Then next up, I want to. I want to get all of my top choices together, even just in my head, or write them out, whatever's best for you, make a list. And then of all those players that I've chosen from these 18, I want to look at how I think they're going to perform given the matchup. So if some teams have easier matchups next week, maybe one game where they have a huge advantage, one game's a little more difficult, or maybe for another team, both of their matchups are very favorable to them. I want to know that so it helps me make a decision if I have to start to uh, eliminate players and keep around the ones that I really think are going to max out their points. 
So examples of um, what I'm talking about. So there's Harry Kane. Just about everybody owns him on their team. Most people captain him. He's definitely a points getter. He's going up against a very angry uh, Man City. Yes, they're down, but at some point they're going to strike back. <clears throat> so uh, that's the first of his two matches next week. So part of me says, okay, that's a bit of a problem. Kane's a great goal scorer, but how's he going to do against a Man City that is or should at least be much more inspired <clears throat> to go out and, and stop the bleeding? They're on a three-game losing streak in all competitions. Uh, I don't think they want Spurs to be the fourth loss in a row. So that's one consideration. On the flip side, Otamendi, who's been a great performer, and as the defenders go, uh, one of the top FPL points getters this season. Um, but he's facing a Spurs team that's playing at Wembley. Uh, so they're playing at home. And this that Spurs team can score some goals between Erickson, Alley, Son. You've got a lot of players that can score goals in. So, um, just some things to think about. So, some examples of the teams that I think have the most favorable matchups. And these might be the teams where you want to focus your attention and you can get up to three players from any given team. So, you may want to get as many players as you can from each of these teams. First one is Chelsea. They face Southampton and Burnley. So I'd say advantage Chelsea, uh, even though they're a little spotty uh, with how they play. But I'd say advantage to them. Manchester United, of course. They're playing West Brom and Bournemouth next week. And then, as I mentioned, Leicester City. They play Burnley and then Southampton. And, of course, price is always a consideration. You'll want to choose the, the handful of top players to get. Usually those are the more, most expensive those are the ones you want to build your team around, right? <clears throat> then you may have to get a little bit creative and crafty in terms of um, what other players you're going to get to fill in the gaps. And there are definitely some very good players for their value uh, that are playing two matches next week. We'll go through some of that. All right. Then, as mentioned, here are some players consider choosing for your team, as well as once to captain, or if you choose, and you have the triple, triple captain chip, by all means, use it. <clears throat> Lots of strong players. Huh? All right. From Brighton, we have Glenn Murray, Pascal Gross, Matty Ryan, and Duncan Duffy on defense. Currently, we've got Nick Pope. He, I think, will play both games, but don't be 100% sure of that, because Tom Heaton back in consideration uh, for the starting 11. So there's potential that, that Heaton could play at some point next week. From Chelsea, Hazard, definitely a captain option for you there. Um, he has the ability to score big uh, and get lots of points at any given time. It just depends on which Heaton Hazard shows up for both games next week. Willian, Hazard's teammate is another good choice. <clears throat> he can also put up a lot of points. Uh, he's relatively affordable, and he's also one who's a potential captain option, especially if you're looking for differential. And then to round out uh, defensively for Chelsea is Villaqueta 
and Kurt Wall involved. From Leicester City, I mentioned both Vardy and Mares, both captain options, if you so choose. Casper uh, Schmeichel, Wes Morgan, and Ben Chilwell as well from the Leicester City team from Manchester United. Lukaku, Pogba, Alexis, all valuable players, uh, especially when they played against Manchester City. They showed what they could do as a team. Um, all potential captain options as well. David De Gea, I think, is also uh, a great captain option, especially, again, if you're looking for differential and you want to take a bit of a gamble. And then, uh, lastly, from Man U, Chris Smalling from Spurs. I've mentioned most of these players already. Kane, possible captain option. Erickson, also a captain option. Deli Alley, captain option. Son, captain option, especially for differential. <clears throat> and, of course, Maurice in goal that, uh, that Spurs defense can come on strong, and Maurice is the benefactor of that. And if he's on your FPL team, then you are the benefactor of all the points <clears throat> that he's earning. Now, with Spurs, just be careful, especially defensively. Uh, Pochettino loves to do his rotation. So we had Ben Davies on our team last week, um, but uh, unfortunately he did not get the start. So just be aware of things like rotations, especially from uh, coaches that, that tend to have a habit of doing that. I also told you I'm going to give you some non-double game week players to consider. So here goes. Arnautovic, mentioned him. Possible captain and a possible captain for differential. I don't think the percentage of managers uh, captaining him is all that high. Fossil, uh, Sanctosa, Jordan Pickford, Tammy Abraham, if he's healthy, Sadio uh, Mane, Mo Salah, of course, captain option, slash triple captain option always, uh, Robertson and Firmino. Firmino's another possible captain option for you. Karius in goal. And for Arsenal, we've got Aubameyang, who's a possible captain option. Ozil, I think for differential, could be a worthy uh, captain option. And then Mkhitaryan, assuming that he's back from his injury and healthy and ready to go. Um, He's been doing quite well for that Arsenal team. And then on defense for Arsenal, Mustafi and Monreal. Uh, and as I mentioned, any of the players that I mentioned as potential captains could be uh, seen as a triple captain option if you have that chip available to you. So I think that's going to cover it, guys. Uh, relatively short and sweet, but packed with a lot of information. Of course, as always, we will post everything we can on our Instagram page. Just look for Let's Talk Soccer. We're there. We almost have 22,000 followers now, so thank you, thank you for uh, for your commitment and for uh, for speaking to us. You guys talk to us, we get a lot of direct messages, we get a lot of comments, and we love talking to you guys. Um, so again, check us out on Instagram for a lot of information, um, and we have a lot of fun doing it, so thank you so much for your support. Until next time, guys. Best of luck to your club next week, to your FPL team in the upcoming game week. Cheers, guys. Goodbye.